Yeah, we're so high class. Okay, smile. <laughs> oh, smile. No. <laughs> <laughs> My hair looks terrible. No, it does. I've been like under a hat all day and <laughs> worked out. You look really happy though. <laughs> I do look really happy. Good. My double chin's not showing too bad. <laughs> oh, I'm just used to it. I, am I not? I just might. Here you go. Body. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Woo. This is Let's see this. Whiskey Wad. Zen Whining, oh. episode number two. We are uh, too high ra uh, sampling Old Granddad, another Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Did you this, sip it yet? This is like an oldie. Oh, no, I've oh. had it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've uh, had this before. I, brought, I bought this one because it's like an old, it's like an old one, but it's not like, Oh. It's not as good quality as the ones that you've been buying, and so I want you to it's have really like, good, actually. another one. I don't see any like. I'm really impressed with whiskeys because oh. <laughs> I had I thought it was gross because I thought you had to shoot it and I didn't know you could. Oh sip no! It. Yeah. I don't know. I don't drink alcohol. Yeah, that's true. You drink your wine, end. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like, this is so extreme. So I try to keep bringing it in with it. No, that makes sense. But not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're like ever since you had kids, <laughs> it's like whatever. Thank you. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. such a helper. So what's on our minds today? I don't know. <laughs> so last, I was re listening to the first episode because I was like, what did we talk about? And I mm -hmm. wanted to like follow up on some mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's so funny because last week, with the exception of like a couple of nights ago, like we've gotten great sleep. So everybody oh. like is so much happier oh, and like we've been so good. much more productive. And I was, I remember last week I was like, I hate you. Like, my sleep sucks. <laughs> like, nobody's sleeping. Everybody's waking I up. I think I'm just like, but the sunshine, like, we're wearing the kids out, yes. which is really helpful. Yes. And it yes. makes me happier too, because I'm like, yes. we're just going to live outside and everyone's just going to stink. We went to like three parts yesterday. It was oh, so fun. House? One Going by around. our house, and then we went to Luther Burbank oh, before classes. What's it for? And, um, oh, you can give it to me. Is it for me? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Oh, good. We need water. Thank you. Thanks, sister. Okay. You have fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. Parks? Parks. Um, yeah. One of the things I love about where you live is that street in front of you. That is absolutely... When we were up there for Easter mm -hmm. and having all the kids out there and all like just the safe space. Oh, for our them to play. our own street, yeah. Walnut. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what's funny? Like we, I always we remember. Need a park yeah. And like we, well, we have one across the street. So if you go like out of our neighborhood and take uh -huh. a left, okay. the opposite way you come in, uh -huh. take a left, and then there's a like baseball fields and a little playground, uh -huh. and there's a huge like walking trail, and it actually uh -huh. y'all will have to drive down there sometime. Yeah. It's so pretty, and um. I cannot it, wait to meet It, like, you. goes all the way down, and it's a paved par uh, running wow. path, and so, yeah. It's I don't a, run, but. It's, I know. Right? <laughs> um, Good for the people that do, though. But, yeah, Corey programmed a 5K the other week at the for the gym, mm -hmm. and he was, like, challenging everybody to do it, and I was, like, I hate running. It, because it, I mean, it's hard. Like, yeah. it, I, it sucks, and it's boring, and yeah. it really is actually, like, painful for me with, like, my ankles and my knee yeah. issues. But I forced myself to do it. You did. Good I for you. I did. And so I ran like through that park yeah. all the way down. And it's so beautiful because you're at the base of Mount Si. Yeah. It's just like a big field. And there's a beautiful park. And I had oh the stroller. Gosh. So I was like pushing Mar Marcus in the running stroller, yeah. which sucks. It does it. Um, I never yeah. it. Was kind of, at first I was like, oh, it's like propelling me. So it's helping oh. me. And then it just got like really tired oh. <laughs> holding it. Oh. Um, but he actually did great. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that park. And um, I remember when we were little, 
when we moved, we only moved once, but I remember people talking about living in a cul-de-sac mm-hmm. and how great it was mm-hmm. for having kids. Mm-hmm. And when we bought that house, it never even occurred to me that we lived at a dead end street. And now I'm like, this is amazing. Key. Yeah. And it other, opens up your whole space to oh, play. Oh yeah. And, and we still don't like, I mean, we obviously still lock the kids. Well, we lock Marcus in the backyard. Yeah. Andrea will listen to us and like stay out of the road. But, um, <laughs> unless she's just having one of her like two year old <laughs> moments and, um, but yeah, and like everybody knows like where the kids yeah. live, and so they're kind of like aware. No one speeds down the street, and yeah, it's. We, really I grew great. up on a cul-de-sac, and that's oh, nice. one thing that my dad always says when we're looking for new houses. He's like, try to find a place on a cul-de-sac because it's you know you're not gonna have through traffic. Just the, the ability to play like that. I mean, that's that's you're you guys are just that's awesome. Ready to have that. We need to have our because it just opens up your whole like space. And yeah. Then, and then Sunny was saying too. Um, her kids went down to somebody else's house and they were doing movies and she's like, it's amazing. My kids are gone from like 9 a.m. until like 5.30 on Saturdays. You know, they come check in and they call mm-hmm. every hour. But I'm like, was that going to be the future? Like, really? Yeah. She keeps telling me that. So Sunny's your boss yeah. and my neighbor, yeah. which is fun. <laughs> and, and my friend. And right. My friend. Yeah. Yeah. My friend, too. <laughs> and they have. So their girls are. How old? Ellie's nine. Yeah. And Izzy's five. Six or seven. So she's Six. in kindergarten, right? Yeah. Her first grade. And because, yeah, she just started. And then your girls are five and two. Yeah. And then mine are two and one. So, like, <laughs> Landry's obsessed with them. Yes. And it's so yes. fun because she keeps telling me, well, like, what a sweet spot there. And she's yes. like, you and Chrissy are just in the dark ages. I was like, I feel like I you're know. coming out of it with her. Yeah. Yeah. Kind with of, Harper. But- because it's like fun, like watching you guys like run around and your like your bikes at the park the other day was yes, so cool. And it's like I can't yes. wait till Andrew rides a bike. And I know, I know. That is, that is. This is, this is. Did Sunny say this? We're getting into the sweet spot or getting out of it? She didn't. She just said we're in it. Oh, we're in it. Okay, yeah. okay. Because I'm looking forward to the going and you know, right? We can take the five-year-old on trampolines and go mm-hmm. run, you know, with these big bouncy house things, and she's good at that um i i mean it helps us to be kids again and go play mm-hmm. and, and like learn every you're like yeah. see your like experience everything again through your kids yes. eyes like that's such a cliche oh, and people say just, that all the time but and I wonder, it's true yeah and i wonder if i would if i would have had kids younger i don't think i would have been um is like into them because i'd still be work you know to mm-hmm. which i still am selfish but i mean mm-hmm. i love that i'm like i want to do what you're gonna do yeah and go play for sure and, yeah because you, know. you it, i feel this way about we got married when we were i was 34 i was 31 and a lot of my friends and cousins got married at like 19 and 22 right and they found some of them found <laughs> their person and mm-hmm. are still married and so wow. And they're like, yeah, uh, the, these, this is my college roommate. She got married at 22. So right okay. at, we got, we graduated in like June, July, and then they got married in August wow. and they like, she was always like, well, I feel like I'm so young and people are like judging me for that. But I found my person and she was so much more mature than all of us. And like oh, wow. just, and so she knew herself and she knew him and they knew each other. And then they, but they got to like grow old like they got so much more time together yes. right oh, but at the same time so I'm like sweet. and like I look back on it and I'm like sad because Corey and I didn't meet younger and I'm like yeah. just because I love spending time with him I we were, were like really good friends yes. and then yes. 
we fell in love, right? And then we mm-hmm. got married. And so it was like he did all the had these experiences before me mm-hmm. and I had them before him. But then I look back and I'm like, I wouldn't have wanted to marry twenty five year old me. Right. And I definitely right. wouldn't have wanted to marry twenty five year old Corey. Like I hear stories about him from college yeah. and I'm like God knew what he was doing. Tell me what like, tell me what story because I cannot imagine Corey doing anything oh man. that is not like perfectly oh, done. Oh, this and... is a bad, I'm like, which one should I tell? This, well, and most of them, because Corey's not an open book, so yeah, he, yeah, yeah. so most of them would, um, like, 90% of the pictures in his, like, college photo album, which his friend showed us, is, like, him, okay, so he had long, curly hair. Oh, I yeah. I cannot imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh long, gosh. curly hair. Okay. And, um, and it was just, like, unruly, right? <laughs> and every single picture from college is him with, like, his moppy hair, drunk, <laughs> Like eating no, chips and salsa, no. so they're all like half open eyes, like, like this, with like chips like halfway in his mouth. Oh my god! And then his roommates, the other half of the pictures are his roommates getting drunk and like peeing all over the floor <laughs> <laughs> with little stars over their penises. <laughs> in the picture, and they're out, like they're just out. Yeah, like. there's like yeah. Yeah, oh it's God. so funny. Oh so I was goodness. like, because I was looking, I was like, did he really pee on the floor? I was like, why is there a star there? And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's actually the classic story, Corey story. And he, it, like, he's he's getting to be a little bit more lenient on me talking, being so open about our lives. So yeah, hopefully yeah. he'll like get over it. Right. But, um, Don't let him listen to this episode. <clears throat> I think it was his 21st birthday and this, they went out. And so obviously he's like completely hammered and they're driving home and they're getting on the interstate and he pulls the e-brake so he's in the passenger seat on and, purpose oh on purpose <laughs> yeah so the, t- the so the driver is like they're dd so luckily he wasn't i don't I, oh, yeah i don't know if they were actually driving but he was their dd <laughs> Corey pulls the e-brake and like it tailspins and i don't know the details of it but they tailspin and luckily like didn't hit anybody nobody got hurt but he like cracked the axle on the guy i mean you know more about cars i think they cracked the axle or they cracked something big so the Corey had to pay well of course Corey had to pay for it yeah so now that we like joke around about like when we're driving home i'm like don't pull the e-brake he's like allison like come on he's like obviously i'm not going to anymore but yeah, like he's we like, tell that story and he's like, yeah, I, I did it. it. I <laughs> love that. Of course I did it. <laughs> I love that. It's funny because I drove a bug for 15 years and mm-hmm. some of the stories I'm like, uh, is that real? Or did I sort of make that up as I aged? Because what the heck was I doing mm-hmm. driving around? I remember in the snow over at Pullman. Uh, it, you know, it was a slug bug and they're made for the snow. Well, not really, but no, I'm like, sure. once you feel comfortable, you're good. It's like a little, you know, so I said, as many people can get in as we could. And I don't remember how many were in. And then there were people standing on the bumper on the top and I was, woo, oh, going in circles and a cop gosh. came and I was, everybody just scattered. Except all the people that were packing the car were like, oh my God. <laughs> and, and when the cop was like, what, what are you doing? We were like, well, come on. Doesn't everybody, doesn't everybody once try to fit as many people as possible in yeah. a slug bug? I mean, come on. This is a classic story. We need this. Right. We kind of laugh. What's the, um, gosh, is there, isn't there like an old comedian? I feel like after these episodes, we need to do like fact check or, yeah, check yeah. or something. <laughs> um, right. But there is, there's some kind of like, maybe the three stooges or something where they all like try and cram yes. into that. Is yes. that like? That's exactly what we were I trying to do. It, yeah. How many people really can they fit in a bug? And <laughs> that's awesome. It was really, but you could pull the e-brake on that. Wee-wee. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't ever want to be, I was, I think I was even like really kind of a scaredy cat when I was in college and like never really did. I'm sure I did stupid stuff, but like looking back, it was always like, 
I don't know. You thought it out always? Yeah. Like, really? Uh, yeah. I remember being in the back you. of one of our friends' cars and they were like, we were all crammed in there. There yeah. was probably like seven of us in a little <laughs> sedan. And we were going up this huge hill and they wanted to like rev it so we could catch air. And I was like terrified because yeah. I was like, all I could see was like us hitting the like, the front of the car and right. then they're just flipping and I'm like there's seven of us in here half of it like Do nobody it. has seatbelts right. on right oh and my so God. I was like I remember being so scared and they never ended up doing it and I don't know if it was a joke or if they were joking about right. it or like half serious but I I like to think that they were respectful enough of how scared I was that right. they didn't like I had really good, I've always had really good um like friends like all through yeah. high school and college Good. so i like to think that they were like respectful okay, of that great. and like yeah yeah, yeah. i guess it doesn't want to die yeah but then i'm like maybe i should have done something that's like a little bit more like <laughs> no because then you wouldn't have an army You'd be like this is what i did and i don't i lost yeah. my arm because right. I, I don't have any good scars like <laughs> all my scars are just from like getting moles burned off my body <laughs> <laughs> that's traumatic in itself though yeah that's true. I have all my scars on my arms are from working at Rainier School, keeping people away from me so I didn't get attacked. You worked at Rainier School? Mm -hmm. Really? What'd you do there? Attendant counselor. This is when I was 18. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That was my first. That's why I work with people with disabilities, because I couldn't believe what I saw there. I could not believe. Tell me some stories about it. Oh, yeah. You want a story? You yeah. want to work it? Yeah. Let's, oh, yeah. We got let's lots do, let's of stories. Do, we should. <laughs> all right. Let, yeah. Tell me some stories, and I'll tell you some, some writer stories. So... This is the story of the scars that are like the big ones like this. And a couple on my hands. Oh like, my God. My skin is so red you can't really see, but I have like little just picks. And so they said I have to a me, quick question yeah. though. Have you noticed that like as you've gotten older, like does your skin, <laughs> or, so we get, our skin gets thinner as we get older. Have you noticed like your scars being more evident mm. or like coming out? I haven't noticed them because um, okay. like I do this and my skin goes that way still and my body's here and I'm like what the skin is like running off my like, body uh, like Gumby or like Roger, yeah, like Roger Rabbit this, it's like running that way and I'm like what that's what that's what old skin does is it runs that's off your body really terrible all right so my one rainier school story is um I was 19 and they were like Every day, um, I went to a new house every day to rotate because they didn't let you work with, um, when you were afloat, you just had Thank to go you. to a new house every day and go see people. So I go to this um, this house and they're like, go up to the uh, administrative offices and get Eunice because Eunice is up there. Okay. And I'm brand new and I'm like, all right, let's head up on up to the administrative office. So I'm walking out in the sun. I get up there, all, the, all there is is a long hallway, stark white hallway with all the doors and windows on. There's windows and doors down the whole entire hallway. All the doors are shut. There's a lady at the very end who's naked um, and poop is everywhere. And they're like, oh yeah, just get her, bring her back. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is who we're getting here because everybody, all the administrators were in their offices with the door shut. And then they send somebody that doesn't know her yeah, and to go calm her down and bring her back. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna win this challenge. Like, seriously, I'm not, I'm not, this is, I'm here because of this person. I'm yeah. not here because of, and so, I was like, hey, Eunice, you want to go back? So she held my hands like this. Oh, that was really her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so a couple of times we were like locked in, like, and she was, you know, and she yeah. had absolutely no fingernails. Absolutely none. Like down, Gosh. you know, where you see people chewing. Yeah. And she still scratched the crap out of me. Ooh. I don't know how she did, but yeah. poop is all over. And, and then we just went, I walked her back with her clothes in her hand because I wasn't going to touch them. And we walked back to the house. She was naked. And we, went, we go back in and they said, how'd you get her to come back? And I was like, I asked her. Is that okay, you idiots? Like, and that's the only reason I went to college is I saw so much abuse there. I was like, I'm going to college, come back, you're all fired. Yeah. But when I went to go back, most of them had died. 
because they were old, crotchety, had cancer. I believe like that's kind of the administrators, not the people that were there. The no, yeah, not the clients. Okay. The the people, the horrible, abusive people. Mm-hmm. That um, oh man, oh yeah, that's the only reason I went to college. In what year was this? 1997, 1998, 1999. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds very like yeah. 1950s yeah. mental health yep. situation. Oh man, I had a key. One day they gave me, accidentally gave me the manager's keys. This shouldn't be recorded, but I'm going to tell you anyways. And I was like, these keys look different. I'm like, oh. So I call my friend Sarah. Hey, I, I got a break in, at 10. You want to come go in that big, huge building? I think these keys open it. Yeah. So she meets me out there. Ask her to this day. And she, she's like, you scared the crap out of me, Christy. So we had the key and we went in and it was this old abandoned place where they kept all the people. Chains, beds. Our feet were like, click, click, click. So I couldn't imagine people being like, ah, or help or something, you know, because it was be really loud. Oh my gosh. And then of yeah. course abuse happens, right? And this was a place that was closed off. Yeah, like it was, was abandoned. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you, sweet girl. Do you want to make sure I'm drinking all my water? <laughs> so kind of you. I like that. We have our own personal assistant. Water girl. Yeah. Water girl today. Thank you, sweet girl. That's so all right, Should I get you. some more? Hold on. <laughs> you're, you're very good at keeping us hydrated. Don't mix those yes. cups up, Harper. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, the abuse at those places is was absolutely eye-opening. Um, but very, very, very like I got to be there with them, and I got mm-hmm. to give my best. And that's, well, and that's great that know. like that was the reason you went to college or mm-hmm. went back to college, like. Mm-hmm. Most people are just like, this sucks that it's happening. I'm out. Like, I'm not going to go back and change I didn't anything. know. I was, I was a young, like, oh, I'm going to change the world. And right. I was like, oh, oh I guess I can't. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I also feel like the world needs that because, yeah. like, mental health, like, the mental health profession has such a high burnout rate because right. we're not supported, mm-hmm. we're underpaid, we're overworked, and there's just so much work that people don't want to go into it because either they don't right. have the heart for it right. or they're not going to get compensated for all of the work that they have to do because, I mean, let's face mm-hmm. it, like America, like money drives everything, which right. is why when there's budget cuts in any kind of government, mm-hmm. mental health is always first. Right. And then we wonder why we see like all these shootings and like all that kind of I stuff. Know. It's like, okay, sorry, we won't go on off on a political <laughs> tangent, but like that makes me so mad. Thank yes. you. I'm careful, sweet girl. And, uh, Thank you, sweet but yeah, for sure. And, um, cause I remember like working at Ryther, we had, when I was there, so I was kind of in the middle range cause I was like late twenties, okay. but I had already worked with kids for a while and there was like kind of on the out going out was like all of the people around my age, like late twenties, oh, early thirties that had been jobs, like, yeah, or? like on oh. a new jobs. They had, they were getting married and having mm-hmm. children and they were just kind of burnt out. Mm-hmm. So then it was replaced with all the younger kids and it was all like millennials who were like, we're not paid shit. We do so much work, blah, 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 blah. Like this is bull crap. And we would always try and like implement new programs that would like help the children that weren't like putting our hands on the kids. And so do y'all have, um, are you familiar with TCI, Mm -mm. therapeutic crisis intervention? Mm -mm. So it's a, it's an intervention tactic that uses verbal like Mm de-escalation techniques but then the final piece of that is actually physical intervention. Mm-hmm. So we do like strongholds and we do, we hold the people when they're, the kids when they're getting like abusive to themselves or others. Right. But 
in my time, like, tw- especially towards the end, which is why ultimately, like, we at Corey and I had talked about it, and when I decided to leave, mm-hmm. was because it was flipping. And so they were mm-hmm. using the physical techniques first, and because they were so tired and so burnt out, and they felt they were entitled to, like, oh. something from my perspective. That oh. might not be what sure, they were, sure, but right. I was like, but I even, like, went in and I was like, these kids have been abused. Oh like, we're putting our hands on them oh, first right. instead of, like, we try to take, like, TV away yeah. and, like, have them, like, do puzzles right. and like calm down because then they weren't sleeping and we're like well we all know that if you look at a computer or a screen or a tv before you go to bed you need right. to like then it's going to keep you up or you're going to wake yeah. up in the middle of the night yeah so then like our overnight staff are mad because then they actually like had to, to work. work yeah <laughs> so if i could yeah if i and same thing with you like if i could go back like and then the kids like there was so much well, there's so many things that I'm so glad I'm not part of that, but there's people that are there for it, right? Mm-hmm. But one mm-hmm. of the things was, like, inefficiency with time. Like, we had to have, like, 500 meetings a week <laughs> on the same thing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't. I yeah. know. So when we start, when I came over and started the kids program, I told Corey, I was like, I have this idea for kids camp. What do you think about me doing it? And he's like, do it. Go nice. run with it. And I was yeah. like, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. So I like made the flyers. I figured out the curriculum. I contacted a bunch of my old therapist friends and I was like, hey, experiential therapy. Like, what yeah. do you, what do you think? Send me all your info. Yeah. Boom. It was like, everything was done within a week. This is obviously before we had children. So yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. Yeah, had time. flooded <laughs> myself with all of it. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so. amazing though. And, and is that the kids program that you do today? It's part of it. The camps are. Oh, the camps. Yeah, okay, the okay. camps. Yeah. Oh, cool. I need to look at the flyer for that because I'd love to get Harper in the <gasps> camp. Oh, summer. I think is she's it? too young. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're doing second grade this oh, year. Okay. Yeah, a little bit older. Um, because I want. Yeah, I kind of wanted like I think it's se- it's second to fifth grade. Okay. And so we wanted the little older kids, yeah. but I'm gonna do yeah. a little. I think I'm gonna do also if we can find another week mm-hmm. to do like a little kids camp that's like probably like four to six year olds and do like three days a week for like an hour but the problem is that like because of where we live everybody wants to throw their kids in at all day camps and so if it's like yeah because they work and so they're like during summer like what are we gonna do we have to have them in all day camp and we don't have anybody in the middle of the day to like run them back and forth so they don't want to do half day camps or they want to do full day camps oh my gosh yeah that's insane. I, I always worked at camps in college, always, um, but like week-long camps where I'd go to them and then kids would come, like academic camps and canoe instructing camps and uh, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, have you heard of quantum quantum theory? It's that The term quantum physics is different. It's similar to that, but quantum theory is what um, uh, yes. super camp made up and it's this whole curriculum. Super camp? Okay, tell me about this. Oh, really? Are you? Yeah, I have no idea what this is, but it sounds like something I'd be interested in. It's cool. So it sounds dumb because it sounds like it's it's academic camp, and kids go for a a week, and you're and you're like, what's something? I know. You're like, who kid? What kid wants to come to this? But actually, it's amazing because it's built on the seven principles, and I forget them all. But it was like balance, integrity, failure leads to success. Things like that. Oh. <laughs> and there were seven of them. Each day was one of them. And let me tell you my oh. integrity story because this is a really, this to me to this very day, I think of it every single time. Okay. The day was integrity, right? So everything we did, and I didn't really know the meaning of integrity. I just know yeah. it meant being who How you old were are you when you went to this camp? In my 20s. Like oh, 21. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like most 21 year olds are idiots and yeah. don't know what integrity means. I so. didn't know what it really yeah. meant. Give yourself some credit. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, what an idiot yeah. I am. I, didn't know. I feel like everybody's an idiot until they like turn probably like 30. 40. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it is. It's true. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't have the life experience. And this is, I need to lock that memory in because yeah. I forget sometimes. But the day was integrity. And I went to the bathroom. I asked my supervisor, whatever. I, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. Hurry up. They were really mad. Okay, fine. Should have okay. done it at break. Well, now I have to go. So, anyways, you know, that whole fight. Don't tell me when I have to go to the bathroom. So, right? <laughs> And I and it was the um, San Diego University. I don't remember what college it actually was. It was a community college. But I went to pull the toilet paper because I was in a hurry, and I got the finger piece. You know, the piece of that was exactly like your finger because it was so thin. Yeah. You pulled it, and I dropped it. Oh. And then I went to get more toilet paper because I was in a hurry. And then I was like, who's gonna pick up that little piece of paper? The person that comes in here to clean up after me—that's integrity. If I pick that up, nobody will know that I did that. But that's what integrity is. It's not. It's not for show. It's not for anybody else seeing you. And every day to this moment, when I go to the bathroom and I get that little piece, I'm like, integrity. Don't throw it on the ground because nobody would know that was me. I could totally walk away and get away with it, right? But that's integrity. That's so brilliant. I'm like just, 37 years old, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, I finally get that, integrity. That's what, right? Right? I'm yeah. Same thing. It's like, like you oh can rattle God. off the the definition, right. but like to actually like. Hold that into every time I'm like integrity. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> now you're gonna be like integrity. Yeah. <laughs> Screw integrity. No. So do you do toilet paper the fold <laughs> on the top or on the bottom? You know what? I'm one that can go either way. Any oh, either really? Way. Yeah. In any way. What about you? No. The top. <laughs> I mean, I'll still use it if it's under, but a lot of times I'll change flip. it. <laughs> really? Now why? Because I don't know. It, I think so. I don't know. Either way, I like it. I don't it. know. I I, maybe that's what, how I grew up. Yeah, yeah. Because people are really one or the other. I yeah, don't know I, 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 like, that's one of those things where I'm like, I really just don't care. I don't care. Either, like, either way. As long as there's toilet paper on the roll <laughs> and it's not single ply, which. Exactly. Ugh, if it's single ply, I, like, feel like I want to teach everybody a lesson, so I use, like, four All times the amount. <laughs> I'm like, guys. Yeah. I know. We had that discussion because Corey got mad. Um, no, he didn't get mad. I say that a lot and I he's not that. actually mad, but he, he like, is he challenged. Right. Or he just like makes a comment. It's like, yeah. why are we buying the expensive Charmin from Costco instead of the Costco brand? Right. And I'm like, well, we bought the Costco brand. It's really thin and it mm-hmm. sucks. And it's I don't. better now. Really makes us fight too. Oh, yeah. We get it now. Oh, was the is same it better? Way. I was the same. Oh, way. maybe we'll try it. I, but I mean, maybe I'll give you a roll to try. It's yeah, give me a roll. It's too. Oh, okay, good. It wasn't before. Yeah. Or, yeah, bring me a roll. Let me okay. try it. Oh, and yeah. I might, you might change my mind. Yeah. But yeah, he got really mad because we were we were buying it for the gym. He's like, nobody cares. I was like, no, people care. Mm-hmm. I was like, I notice this yes. every time I go to the bathroom. And he was, and then he was like, well, that's dumb. Like that, nobody cares. And I was like, you know what? You don't use toilet paper every, every time. time you go to the bathroom. And I'm coming out of the like after we got married, like. He would use up all the toilet paper and like not replace it, and mm-hmm. I would come out and I'm like, you know, I use toilet paper every time I go, right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, thing, right? sorry. <laughs> you know what I do now? My toilet paper rolls are always empty when I sit down, and so and so I just always so why? I change it. But you know what I do? I take the um, thing that should go in the garbage and I throw it in the floor, and then I'm like, now you pick it up. I can change it because you couldn't do that, but now you yeah. pick it up off the floor. That is one of my biggest. And I leave ways. it there, and I never pick it up. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so I listened to this podcast because oh. I listened to a thousand podcasts, but Tell me all about it's it. one of my favorite. It's oh. called Icon Athlete, and oh. it's based out of Park City. And it's so Chris Spieler is um, a, he was a competitive games athlete okay. for CrossFit, mm-hmm. but he's one of those guys that like he was always really small mm. and like just wanted to work hard. So mm-hmm. he was really good at mm. CrossFit, mm. but everyone's like, "You're so little, like you're not as strong as these guys." But like, and he was like. 
I'm going to show you. Yeah. And he like competed for years and he owns an affiliate in Park City, but he's oh. super inspirational. And so he's always been a really big deal to Corey mm -hmm. from the very beginning. I mean, we started following this guy in like 2007. Oh geez. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's been around forever. Um, so we started a podcast with his buddy and they're both like, they use, or Chris used to be, uh, and that's his other friend, Doug, um, is uh, their level one trainer, so they okay. go and train us, and then they also do like level two, which is like the next step up. Okay. And um, so, anyways, they have this feature or this like segment, I guess, on their <laughs> on their podcast called Pet Peeve of the Week, and then they talk about like all the things. And I was like, like everything That's they come up with, I'm like, yes. yes. So I thought that we could. Um, we probably we need to wrap up. Thank you, Harper, um, for more water. In there. Oh, I haven't finished this one yet. Well, you can pour I'll just drink it. <gasps> I have not heard this song in forever. So, have you ever heard this? Oh, yeah, like a dance. It's oh, Allison Krauss yeah. in Union Station. Beautiful. Whiskey Lullaby. Oh! That's what it is. Oh, that's, that's why right. you like it. Whiskey Lullaby, yeah. I have not heard this song in forever. I love this song. Oh my I gosh. Love old, old Alison Krauss. I love old. Oh. I have a thing to tell you before yeah. we start our segment and wrap up. Um, if you do you like like Johnny Cash and mm -hmm. all of and mm -hmm. like that kind of music, Elvis mm -hmm. Presley, mm -hmm. um, Jerry Lee Lewis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Old, so I'm old soul. I don't know. The Village Theater and Issachar oh, yeah. is doing the million dollar quartet. Did I tell you about this no. already? No. So this million dollar quartet, it's a Broadway show and they're doing it now and it opens on tomorrow on oh, thursday gosh, may go. 9th and then it runs i i for excuse me i forget the like day that it ends but we went to a preview a oh, friends and family that. night because jesse got us tickets and like a few other people from mercer island yeah. on sunday night with landry or? we did not take oh, the kids oh, okay. so we got a babysitter <laughs> yeah it was like our first night out <clears throat> We went and had dinner before. We like looked at each other in finished the eyes. Your food. Yes, we finished our food. <laughs> we finished our sentences. It was amazing. It was so good. So then we go there and Corey, this is how you know Corey's like ready for like a night out. Is that he before we left he filled up flasks. <laughs> so we were like and we told Jesse we like showed up and she was like, Hey, and it's like really casual and they're like because it's a rehearsal for them. Oh, okay. So they were like, we might have to stop the show in the center, in the middle, and like readjust some things or whatever. Yeah. And Jesse was like a few seats down in her little like booth oh, yeah. or whatever. And Scott and Joan were there. Oh, cool. So then we went to we made Scott and Joan go out with us afterwards to like the <laughs> saloon down the street. I love that. <laughs> Where it oh, was like. Gosh. Corey is like, they serve beer and wine and whiskey. No mixed drinks. Like, what do you want? And I was like, Knob Creek. <laughs> like, straight up. Like, whatever. Bullet rye, straight up. It was always my go-to. So then we, like, everybody just kept drinking. And then we were like, oh, gosh, we have to go home. So I kept texting our babies. And I'm like, can you stay another hour? Can you stay another hour? Which is, like, is very unlike us yeah. to do. But I felt woke up Monday morning feeling like garbage. Mm. Um, mm. Anyways, that was my fault. And I was like, I, you know, I don't know that you I would change. That. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know that I would change that night. Was like, it a good show? So it was, you, like, yes. singing? And okay, so back to that. Yes. yes, it was a wonderful show. Um, it. So it's about uh, Carl Perkins, which I never knew who he was, but he apparently he was like in that era with oh. with all of them, oh. and he actually wrote the song "Blue Suede Shoes," oh, which I it, which right that oh. Elvis sang, but everyone thinks that it was Elvis Presley, which I learned during the show. Oh. So it's Carl Perkins, um, Jerry Lee Lewis, okay. uh, Johnny Cash, oh. 
and awesome. Elvis. Wow. And they all somehow meet up at Sun, the Sun Records recording studio. And this is a true story. Oh. And they record um, like a bunch of their songs and they all sing them together. So they like cover each other's songs <sighs> and they do some like fun. Orig- and it's just like these four boys so like hanging out. So these people that are singing in the show actually can do the singing? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I They're playing all the that. instruments. They're oh singing gosh. everything. Wow. It's so fun. Wow. And, um, and it's a true story. Like it was really, really I cool. Should go support that. You I should like definitely that look into that. And okay. Corey, since we went on fa- Friends and Family Night, I guess yeah. we get like half price tickets. Oh. So I don't know if we get two or whatever, but Corey's yeah. going to take Landry back and to oh. go because she would love it. And um, I should have Brennan come meet. <laughs> yeah. And Jesse Corey's said going. that um, Harper, no, Harper. <laughs> I have no idea. Sorry. I was thinking Brennan would take Harper. Anyways, but Jesse yeah. said they actually have a cry room back there. So if the kids are like too For cranky or, or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Both. For all the adults that are pissed that there's kids in the audience, it's for them. <laughs> Go to the crowd. <laughs> um, but he, but she was like, "Yeah, you can watch the entire show from there because you can still see it and hear it all." Oh, yeah, that's fabulous. So oh that's my gosh, an option. I didn't that that yeah, was something that I'll let you know because I'm like, I'm I don't want. Cor- I'm like, why does Corey always get to take Landry to the fun things? Because she's older. So I was like, what if we just found a sitter for Marcus or just brought him? Like, if yeah. we were in that, yeah, then yeah, like he likes to if dance. If you do it, and- I'll take Paisley and. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should try and find a night to do that. Yeah. I'm in. Any time. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. That'd be really fun. That would be really fun. But anyways, yeah. um, that was on that. Okay. What what should our, like, closing segment be? I like to think that when we have reviews, we can read them. <laughs> Maybe, like, <clears throat> parenting peeves or, parenting like, peeves. mom Mom I have moments? too many. I have too many. Right? <laughs> mom moments. I'm in, a good, I'm in a good space today, so it's like. Uh, Let's do mom moments, mom whether moments. they're okay. like good or bad, because okay. I feel like as parents we focus so much on the negative. Because we, whenever we yeah. see another parent, we just need to vent. Right. And we and we talked about this when we were married before we even had kids, mm-hmm. and it was like mm-hmm. we need to focus on our husbands and like the positive things yes. they do instead of yes. just venting. Yes. Okay. So mom moments. Yes. You, uh, I, I feel like you need time to think about it because it popped in my head because yeah. I was thinking about this the last few days. Yeah, and like so, Landry, who will be three in August, is like just full of emotions and like all these new <laughs> transitions. And we flipped her car seat, and she's in oh. the like yeah, she's forward facing now, and she loves to tell everybody, and nobody understands what she's saying, <laughs> but she's super excited about it's it. Forward facing, right? Yeah, she's like car seat looks like this, <laughs> and she just flips her hand over, and everyone's like, oh, okay. Dangerous, you know. Right. Yeah, right. Is she big enough to do that? That's what I always get with like my kids because they're kind of petite. And you're like, I don't know. Why don't you go and figure it out? Right. Go have children and then like talk to me about it. Um, And then she got like a new girl bed, and it was kind of like, yeah, big girl bed, all in the same week. Um, And so yeah, but so there was a lot of emotions of like everything, and she kind of wanted to like turn back into a baby because Marcus is and. All that kind of stuff. But the last, like, few days, she's been the most adorable Aww. thing. Like, she has been so much fun. Aww. Marcus, too. Like, Aww. it's just been, like, they've been compliant. Like, they've just mm-hmm. done what I've asked mm-hmm. them to. But, like, Landry's so excited. Like, she's stayed in her room to her, till her alarm clock turns a certain color. And then she comes down on her own. And then she's, like, My super cute with, like, her messy hair yes. and her little pajamas. Aww. and. Like good morning. I I wait till my clock turned green and then I came down. I'm like I know. Thank you for that. <laughs> and um, 
And yeah, she like, oh my god, oh yeah, it's just like super cute stuff. She like woke up screaming in the middle of the night because oh. there was like a bug in her room or something, yeah. and so she was like screaming hysterically. Oh. So like, like I was, I fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, Corey's asleep on the bed. <laughs> we like run up there. I got up there, and then he like came in because she kept yelling for him because oh. she didn't know I was home. Right. And uh, and yeah, like it, so that was like just one of those cute like parenting moments where like we weren't pissed that she woke up because she was legitimately scared and then we got to like rub her back and like read her a book together, you know. Yeah. So it was just cute like that. And then like we went to the park all day and she went on the um the merry-go-round. There are other kids on it. She's like, Can I get on this please? And they like stopped for her. <laughs> and then they did it for a little bit and she's like, Can I get off please? And they were and then they stopped it and I was like Gosh, this is adult. I know. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, I taught her that. Right? <laughs> and then you, you get to yeah. the moment and you're like, you know, she probably learned that in preschool because there's so many other kids she interacts with and yeah. it's just Marcus and all she does is like steal toys yeah. from him and push him down. You know? That's, all, that's all this Marcus too. Yeah. So that's my mom moment. Like that Landry's just been super cute and I'm sure that we'll wake up tomorrow and it's going to be completely different, <laughs> but it's just nice to recognize there's really Good fun moments moment. when they happen more than yes. like once a day yes. where it's like yes. a few days in a row. And she Ugh. just like, every time I look at her, she's just like, she's freaking adorable. Yeah. Oh and she's like God. a grown up. I know. Like, I know. What? I know. what happened to you? Like, stop talking in full sentences. I and know. Like, when she's yourself. over, because she's more advanced than Paisley, and so when she's over, it's like her and Harper can, you know, she's very like reserved because she knows that Paisley's like not taking, <laughs> not taking the easy route down. She's, mm-hmm. you know, Landry's more like smart about it, you know, where Paisley just goes. But um, Harper, it, talking about good moments, Harper has been so 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 sweet. So about a week ago. Um, I said, let's go and get um, a pedicure and a manicure together. <gasps> so we went and sat and got that done. And she was so thankful the entire time. And she just kept looking at me so sweet and saying thank you and giving me little winks and just really, That's really, so awesome. really happy. And then today, same thing. She's been with me all day and she was saying, um, I'm not, I haven't drank some. Can I'll, we have I'll, some more? Um, can we have some more special time? Is that what you said? Is that what you called it? Special time? We're almost done. And I said, absolutely, that's what we're doing now. But we're going to still continue. But she's just, I like, I like this age for a second. (laughs) Right. Um, I also feel like they're so much happier when they get time alone. Mm -hmm. Yes. With us. Marka, Landry went to school yesterday for like two and a half hours. And it was just Marcus and me. And so I went out in the garage and like did a workout. And he was just like playing in the backyard. And he was like doing I mean he just he's is so just independent happy. yeah he just does his own thing but he would like stop and like look at me and I'd just smile at him and he'd be, get the biggest grin on his face and he would just be like it just made me love him so much more have you ever seen that um I gotta find the words for it this was something I learned back when I worked at the fetal alcohol and drug unit but the attachment theory have you I've heard about yeah oh, oh man gosh that's a great like you're doing that like if he's looking at you and still going on and not scared mm-hmm. you have that is a fantastic bond that you oh, have. That's a good idea. Yeah. We worked with some attachment therapists at, yeah. from Ryder, and oh. they were just kooky. Oh. They were so weird. They were like, oh, bundle your your seven-year-old like a hot dog. And, like, it was, like, weird oh. stuff like that. And I'm like, why don't you oh. just, like, sit next to them and, like, touch them? Touch them. Even right. if it's yes. not, like, we don't have to be hugging everybody right. all the time. Right. Like, some people don't like that. Right. You know? And right. some right. kids right. can't handle it because right. it's never happened. Right. Why don't we just, like put our hand or like tap them and just be like we're here right. or a little side yeah. like sidearm hug and right. let them go on their way 
Like, that's all they, I feel like that's all a lot of kids need. I'm sure that some people will disagree with me because there's a whole theory. No, they won't. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so brilliant. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I have one more story for you that's, I probably shouldn't, and we can edit it out later if if there shouldn't be one, but this was my most, my favorite, um, one of my most favorite memories that I still think about why, okay, I was a weirdo. I was like, I'm 20, 21, and I was like, why aren't our, why are our heads all put on this way to face each other and be like, what are you doing? Why aren't they like put on up to see the beautiful world that we are in mm-hmm. every single day? I had a client that he was blind and I don't think he was deaf. This guy wasn't deaf, but he was blind. Um, his parents never took him out of a closet. And so he uh, was dropped off at Rainier School at like 26. Um, never like seen light. Like minimal, minimal light. Yeah. And then How the strangest I, thing. I, I can't believe he is alive. I know. I wonder if he shoved food under the door. I, I do not know. But the strangest thing, he had like a permanent erection. So it was really difficult to work with him because you had to like deal with that too. So yeah. talk about like hard things. But I took him out into the field. <laughs> Literally. <I know. laughs> it was hard things. We had to t- so I would take him for walks. Like he'd hold onto my arm. He was very much smaller than me. He was. He didn't have any lights. So he didn't grow. You know. I don't know if that's true or not. He's not a plant. But I. I remember laying him laying down in the middle of the field at the Boy Scout camp, on a blanket because we had nowhere. To, he couldn't see. So I was like, what am I going to show you? So we lay down and I was like, describing to him the clouds in the sky Mm -hmm. and what I saw and he laid there with his hand on my stomach which I mean it sounds weird but it Mm -hmm. wasn't at all it was he was a human interacting with another human that wasn't which probably has never happened to him exactly so he was probably in that very like infantile stage right and so he just laid there and I was just describing to him what I saw and he was so content there was something about it that was absolutely I'll never forget just being like why aren't our heads but why are we looking yeah. at each other going da, 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 instead of like why are we just looking, looking up, up. Yeah. at the beautiful world that God has made us live in and you right. know like sometimes we just have to stop and look up it's true yeah. that's a, one of my favorite views when we go like camping or backpacking is just like laying down and like looking up right. and I, and like seeing like the sky through um, like the evergreens and like the outline yes. of the evergreens especially at night when you have like a, a moon that's one of the next I have like so many tattoos in my queue that I want to get yes. and like that's that's definitely one of them but I'm yeah. trying to figure oh, out man. the placement and like how to make oh. it look exactly how I see it because it's like when you see right. something so beautiful and you take a picture and then you get the picture back and you're like that didn't do it right, justice right. you know and and that's fine because I'm like I'd rather live real life and remember right. that than like right. just run around with the camera all the time true true but um but yeah what do you I where agree. are you gonna get it when you're I don't know. I have no idea because the first one I want to get is a magnolia. So in so in the South, like very strong women are called steel magnolias. Oh, yeah. So every Mother's Day, I watch that movie and I cry my eyes out. Oh Oh my god, it's my favorite. I have the whole thing memorized. Oh my god, and it just like brings me home. Like it does. And um, so I want to get a a magnolia flower or a magnolia tree Mm. with. all the women like in my family their names like interwoven in it including Landry's because I'm like the women in my family are so strong and so wonderful and they've been through so much especially my grandma like she lost my grandpa in Vietnam had to raise four kids by herself when the youngest was I think my aunt died was four or five and my mom was 15 so no maybe my aunt died was nine 
that he'd been gone because he traveled and then she married um after everybody had gone out of the house she married my papa who's the only grandpa that i've known uh papa howard and then he just passed away and she's always like traveled and like come out to see us and like we've never lived together and people are always like i can't live next to my family and i'm like because then my kids won't know their grandparents. I'm like, I never lived by, by my grandmother, and I'm so close to her. Yeah. And so, like, so that's always been, like, a really, yes. like, great description of, like, my family and, like, my legacy, the female yeah. legacy in my life. Oh. And then when I had her, Landry, I was like, oh, I have a girl. Like, we get to pass it on. This is so great. So that was, that's my first one. And then my second. And I don't know where I want to get that because yeah. I was thinking, like, I wanted it on my ribs because I wanted oh, the tree. I love that. Yes. But then Cora was like, and I was kind of thinking, and I've heard too that like tattoo artists hate doing the ribs because they're really hard to do and they're really painful, yeah. which is why a lot of them don't like to do it. And oh. that would be a bigger piece. So right. I don't want to like inconvenience them or make them feel bad because I'm in pain. Right, right. <laughs> so I was thinking of doing it kind of like on my shoulder here and just do yeah. like a smaller one so yeah. it can be hidden if right. I'm like in a t-shirt. Right. Because right. that's a big deal to my mom so I don't want to like yeah. disrespect right. her and have like a sleeve where right. she just really doesn't think it's attractive. I think that's why I got one because my dad was like, oh my God. And I was like, yep, see. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you get tattoos when you're in your 20s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not in your I know. And then for your 40s, you get it recovered. Yeah. But I remember I got my first tattoo and it's just like a little <laughs> ichthus, which is a, it's a Christian symbol. Oh. And the cool thing, and the reason I, it's tiny, it's on my foot. Oh. Um, my dad hated tattoos, and I was eight, uh, maybe I was 18 or 19. And, no, I was two, 22 because I was graduating college, and they came in town for a college graduation, and I had it, but I had had a conversation with him before, and I was like, hey, look, I know that you don't like this. I am not like an 18-year-old idiot. I have thought about this. Mm -hmm. I have drawn it on my body. Mm -hmm. I know where I want it. It is not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to let you know that like I respect the fact that you don't like this, mm -hmm. but this is my body and I have thought about this. So this is going to happen. And I'm sorry that you can't, if that like is like, a, like if you don't like that or whatever, yeah, yeah. but I was like, but I am an adult. Right. And so, and he was like, well, thanks for telling. I think it was like that first realization when he was like, I'm not in charge of you anymore. I can't tell you what to do, but I respect the fact that you still respect oh, me enough wow. to come and like talk to me about this. Oh my God. And so I got it and it's, I mean, it's small. It's like three inches high. Yeah. But anyway, so in the Christian culture, like way back in like biblical times, mm -hmm. you obviously like you couldn't, um, you couldn't publicly say that you were a Christian because you'd be persecuted. They would kill you for really? your religion. Yeah. So they Where walked they want you to be? Some pa some Something some else? places, yeah. Oh, oh. So then, um, so you would walk around. They walked around with a staff and it with like a hiking pole, basically. Oh. And then in the dirt or the sand, they would draw like one part of the ichthus. So it's like a fish, basically. Oh. So it looks like this, okay. and then kind of comes around with okay. like the tail, but it's only one. So one person would draw one half, and then if you were a Christian, you would draw the other half and connect oh. it. So that's how they were like Christians Connecting. identified. Yeah, oh. and that's how they connected to one another and knew that they weren't gonna like be persecuted. Do you know I a fish know symbol that. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because I see it and it says gefilte. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like so it's different. Jewish, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so oh, I um, didn't know that. That's, yeah. that. I didn't know that. That was the meaning behind that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that was I like that tattoo on your foot. I just didn't know. Oh what, yeah, and that's what it means. No and that's what I told yeah. my dad too, because I was like, I've thought about this. It actually means yeah, something to right. me and like my family and like. And that's why I did it. I'm not going to get like right. a little Chinese thing, like tramp stamp, like all my other friends are like. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, anyways. I know. 
Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, if I see it, no, this is my belly button ring. If I see it, I was like, you're not going to see it. Why would you see it? <laughs> oh, they like, li- they lost it when I got yeah. my belly button ring. Yeah. And yeah. finally, like it got infected when I went to college. So I took it out yeah. and now I have a scar. So when I was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put it back in? No, oh. <laughs> I never put it back in. Cause I was like, I never had like a, the flat stomach. Me neither. Why would like, I ever show it? Yeah. Out? And so I was like, why, why do I have this thing? This is dumb. So I ended up taking it out. Yeah. And then when I got pregnant, like I still have the little scar, so it like stretched a little bit, and then mm-hmm. we kind of went back, and then mm-hmm. stretched a little bit. And my mom's like, "What's that little?" And she's still to this day, thirty-seven years old. This happened when I was like seventeen <laughs> or eighteen years old, yeah. and she was like, "What's that scar on your belly?" She's and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, mom, I'm like, give it a rest." <laughs> At least my cousin 15. has um, IV6 UB9 tattooed like right here no and like her like no. pelvis no that's yeah. amazing <laughs> i was like well at least i don't have that <laughs> i mean 69 uh-huh. yeah but her oh her, her husband who was actually unfortunately killed in iraq had um pimp shit in <laughs> chinese letters tattooed <laughs> on his bicep we were like yo what did it mean pimp shit he's the pimp like- shit <laughs> I don't know. They, they were also my cousins that oh got married at 19 God. years old. Oh, so. okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I like Corey's. I like how I would mm-hmm. love to have that on me, but yeah. I also would be a little bit afraid that it would be masculine because it would look like armpit hair on a woman. <laughs> but yeah. oh but I love that you can't see it until it's up. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that is very... Uh, yeah, just okay. a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. amazing. All right, should we have another sip and Let's, then... And close it out? Close it out. Let's do a little... Sorry, we don't have... The, oh, wait, this is it. Oh. That one's still water. I need a drink. Sorry. Yeah, these don't have the um, the cork, unfortunately. Oh. Sorry. That's how... That's how... Uh, pour this back in, but... Uh, how high quality this is. It doesn't have a cork. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Old granddad. Yeah. I like that it's named that. Cheers. I know. Cheers. Cool. I'm just trying to increase my tolerance and, you know, keep a good balance. Every day I can have a little. I'm just kidding. I had two yesterday and I was like, whoa. Perfect. Yeah. I feel good all the time. We should do the Roanoke though sometime because that little place in there, in between the little hedges, yeah. like, all the seats are out there. There's like five. Oh, seven, yeah. We should do that. Eight. Maybe uh, next time we record, we Why should. Okay. Yeah. The Roanoke on Mercer Island. The cool. Roanoke. All right. Well. I'm pretending that people are listening to this. So I kind of want to be like, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This is Allison. <laughs> this is Christy. And you just finished listening, hopefully, to Whiskey, Wads, and Wine. Yeah. Whining, sorry. Whiskey, Wads, and Whining. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, episode two. All right. Have a good day.